May 25th, 2022 at 11.50 uh, a.m. Okay, one, one goal I have in life is to get rich enough, <laughs> is to get enough money, to get enough wealth, get enough riches to, uh, to feasibly start a, uh, a human milk farm, human milk farm. And that sounds ex- I mean exactly what that what that says. What what? It, anyway, yeah, yeah. You, you guys, you guys know what I'm talking about. Drake, do they know what I'm talking about? Don't include me in this. Well, he's included now. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, because I mean, you think about it. It's like cows. Cow milk is not designed for like human consumption, not necessarily. But you know it is designed for human consumption, like perfectly. Human milk. So, if we take, if we take like, if we get get like a giant industrial factory and a bunch of people who are like, like either unemployed or are struggling to find jobs, like we could like we could like have a pretty big financial incentive for for people to do this, and then, well. But the, the the issue that comes comes around here is that uh, any any uh, any any CEO who ends up uh, like hopping on board of this will want to try and like magnify their their profit returns on this by any means possible, instead of just having a passion for the vision of a of a giant um, human milk farm. Um, so they're gonna like try and like genetically modify humans in order to make more milk and stuff. And that's that's not something I don't think I I don't think I necessarily um, support that. So we're gonna need to uh, we're gonna need to find an alternative, if you know what I'm saying. But I don't know. I just I just think there's something beautiful. There's something beautiful in that. I think that's a that's a vision we should all strive for. Trick, what do you have to say about that? Tried to bite bite my microphone. <clears throat> say something. Say something nice. Come on, Drake. Say something. Say something, Drake. Say something. Say something. Say something. I can't get Drake to say anything. See, this is this is you guys have all been requesting that I have guests on my podcast, but this is why we don't have guests. Because when they're in a position to do so, when I'm holding them at knife point, uh, they uh, they don't say anything for some reason. So, <sighs> the date is uh, Wednesday, May twenty fifth, twenty twenty two, at one forty five p.m. p.m. <clears throat> I am an NFT in real life. Um, I'm trying to... I had this idea about... You asking... Walking up to somebody and being like, Hey, did you know I'm an NFT in real life? And then just talking to them about how like you're non-fungible. And like trying to explain to them the complexities of what that means. 
what does so, that mean? I don't know. Maybe you can have them like in like maybe the idea would be to have them like constantly invest in you, and then you could like sign off your um like like you could like you would be their sponsor for like something I don't know like you sign off to them. I don't know. I I need a girl to invest in me. Bro, that guy right there, yeah, black guy in the white shirt with the beard, that guy is drip. That is like, that is the drippiest fit I've seen probably, probably all day. What do you have to say, what do you have to say about that? I'm hungry. He's hungry. The drippiest convoy. By the way, so right now we are in the in and out drive through right next to uh, Los Angeles International Airport or LAX for short. Uh, we've ordered three burgers, an animal fry, and a pink lemonade. What have you ordered? And you, you got like a bunch of peppers and stuff, right? I got peppers and waters. And burger. So, yeah. So I just, uh, pried the, uh, microphone out of Drake's mouth because he bit into it. But I hope I hope that was some interesting sounds. I saw the uh, saw the audio was peaking from in the uh, in the visualizer. So anyway, bro, why are there so many spas and in Thai food places? I think they're low-key fronts. <laughs> they, by the way, there there was this there was this um there's this place in Boulder. Uh, it's it's a it's a Chinese restaurant. It's called Golden Sun. You want to hear the Golden Sun story? Yeah, I do. So the Golden Sun story. As me and my roommate, Tim, we went into Golden Sun, and, uh... Well, answer your mommy's call. Answer mama's call. Okay, I gotta answer my mommy's call. May 25, 2022, <clears throat> at, uh, what is it? 2, wait, 2.17, uh, p.m. So, it's been a few minutes, uh, but now I can finally talk about the... Golden Sun uh, front story. So there's this little uh, restaurant called Golden Sun in Boulder, and my roommate and I went over there, and it seemed seemed like oh wow, Golden Sun. It looked looked cool. There's like it's gold. There's a sun. There's like a, there's it's, it's it's really cool. It has like actually a nice aesthetic to it. And I, I thought you know what? it's gonna be like a really nice restaurant. So we decided to stop by there. Um, we walk inside, no one's there. No one's there. It's always open. Or it seem, always seems to be open. Um, but there was no one in there at all. And we walk over, and I don't think there's anyone at the counter either. And, and then uh, <clears throat> we walk up to the counter, and someone, like, pops out. And they're, like, kind of nervous and, like, hey, what's, how's it going, da-da-da-da. Um, and we're, like, oh, yeah, can we get da-da-da-da. Or... And then they're like, okay, just take a seat there. So we take a seat. And a waiter comes over later on, like a little bit later. And we're just looking around. And then I think she gives us menus and stuff. And she's like, oh, da-da-da, blah, blah, blah. And then, and then in the, in the corner of the room, we notice that there's, like, this big, like, bald Russian guy. And, uh, and we're like, okay, what's this guy? What's, what's this all about? And he's, like, looking at us. He's looking at us. And I'm like, okay, what's going on here? And, uh... And then, like, and then he, he, like, walks up to us, and he, like, um, he, like, gra grabs the waiter on the shoulder, waitress on the shoulder, and she says, okay, I'll, I'll handle this. 
And, um, and he's like, what do you guys want to eat? And I'm like, okay, why, why is there a Russian guy in charge of a uh, Chinese restaurant? A hole-in-the-wall hole Chinese restaurant. It's kind of weird. And they're like, okay, I want this and I want that and da-da-da-da. And, uh, and then so we waited. He's like, okay, I'll, uh, I'll, we'll get you that. I think, and then later on he brings out the food. And the food is very... Like, you'd expect a place like this would have, like, like you know, good, authentic Chinese food. But this Chinese food was, was like, oh, man, this dumb woman. How about you walk your dog across the street or tell me if you're... Gosh. Okay, whatever. Long story with what's going on right now. Um, I'm waiting for you. How about you... Fine. Fine, you idiot. Okay, what, are, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, uh, Russian, Russian guy uh, watching us takes our order for some weird reason, um, and then uh, and we get the food. It's like very mid. It's it's like it, it it seems like if a like it did not seem like authentic Chinese food at all. It didn't seem like it seemed like like really just poorly put together. And it was like it seemed like you you, you like like. Um, some like off-brand frozen microwave like Chinese food. It was like uh, I don't know. The, the vegetables were like very stale, and the noodles were like giant and like very like I don't know. It was I mean, it wasn't like horrible, but it was just like well, not 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 expected at all. It was like oh well, uh. like I've tried. I've had lots of hole-in-the-wall Chinese food places, and this one was just not good. Anyway, but but that's basically the story. Listen, there isn't really a punchline, but it just seemed, seems like, like, like there, like, like there's a lot of, like, uh, like kind of, um, I don't know. Boulder has, is very expensive real estate, right? And for there to be, like, a, uh, a Chinese restaurant that's almost always open that has, like, no one in there and just, like, a weird Russian guy, I don't know. I, I'm of the opinion that it might be some sort of front, just given the vibe that it all, it all, uh, uh, put off, but maybe I'm just racist against Russian people. Well, but then again, right now you're allowed to be racist against Russian people because uh, because of the whole U- Ukraine thing or whatever. But I don't know. At the at at least <clears throat> to all my Russian fellows listening, um, at least uh, Americans will stop hating Russian people in. In a, in a few months after they start caring caring about monkeypox or something like that, uh, or whatever whatever the next thing that the news cycle tells them is what they should be worried about. Um, but yeah. Anyway, subscribe here for more mid takes. Dang, that girl's actually kind of cute. That girl kind of cute though, man. She man. She, she walking her dog and she, man, she. Okay, alright, peace. Dang, bro. Dang, bro. Dang, bro. Dang, bro. Goose Knob Fact, part uh, three. I have a thing for uh, for girls in their late 20s. I'm, I'm only like, I'm only early 20s. I have a thing for girls in their late 20s. Uh... Gusnov tip number five. If there's a really cute girl who's right next to you, 
uh, don't, don't, don't say anything. Just think about, man, she's cute, and then don't do anything about it. Just, uh, just, um, just hate yourself later. I have another idea for y'all. Yompst. Here's another idea. <clears throat> so, actually, did I say the gold sun thing? Actually, shoot, I gotta tell you the date first. Wait, hold on. Wednesday, May 25th, 2022, at 9.55 p.m. So, <coughs> I have an idea. So, recently, well, f- number one, number one, the internet collective, our little subcultures, they're not just like, oh, I'm having fun with my friends. No, they're, they're, they're well, that's, that's one thing, but it's also like, they're also distributed neural networks that figure out ideas and come to conclusions about reality. I think the one thing that, 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 like, the meme subculture on the, the internet has been coming to, a conclusion it's been coming to, is the value, or, or maybe, even, it, no, it's not, I don't think it's the value, it's just, it's coming to the conclusion of, like, oh, the literally me character, right? It's, that is something that many people are focusing on now. Like, oh yeah, Ryan Gosling in Drive is literally me, and uh, Batman is literally me, and Joker is literally me, and da 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 ad infinitum or whatever um and and well my, my my point about the neural net thing is that what do you call it there's probably a reason why everyone's focusing on them and why it's resonating with everyone so uh i guess so profoundly and um <clears throat> the reason for that could potentially be well well let's step back the reason why it, why it looks like that right now is because people resonate with uh, the characters, right? And and people have been talking a lot about it and, and, and focusing a lot of their mental energy on it, so it must be important. And my my re, my my explanation for why it's important, why are very relatable main characters important, especially today? Um, and why is it important to put yourself? into the the mind of said characters I think um, I would say that the literally me archetype and and you kind of looking into the character's brain and letting him letting him kind of sim sitting in that simulation of reality for like a little bit and like becoming that character I'm sorry my brother's yelling in the background hold on my point is the importance of the simulation like being able to put yourself in the simulation of a very cool and very relatable kind of main character um is probably because well number one they're cool they're they're like oh yeah that would be cool if that were me that would be nice or or maybe it's maybe not even that it's like it, it's, it provides you an escape or fantasy uh, or something else you're just like oh you know like you probably don't want to be the joker from the joker movie right but there's something to that. It's like, oh, wow. I wish I could kind of like, you know, like maybe get back at society or whatever, 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 you know. And you don't actually have to do it. You can see someone else do it and, and simulate yourself as that character or whatever. But <clears throat> my point is 
that by putting yourself into the eyes of a cool character, right, seeing yourself as that character, um, there's value because you can see the entire story of that character. You can see how things turned out and what happened. And oftentimes when, like, let's say things happen well, right, like, I think it can give you some security knowing, like, Hey, this character who I empathized with and I kind of like had a struggle with, you know, and I like I was there, I was experiencing the emotional ups and downs of this movie. It ended up turning out all right. Or it ended up turning out in this this way or that way or whatever, you know. Um I I don't think there are any of these oh literally me characters where the guy just like like it just ends absolutely horribly for the main character. Um except maybe Blade Runner 2049, but I, I I think it's plausible that he survives it, but who knows. Um, <clears throat> the point is, though, that uh, that these movies, they, they show you, like, kind of like a heightened kind of living, a heightened reality, where maybe, like, many of these characters often have, like, higher stakes than you you or I, at least in, in the in the moments of the film. Um, and, and what the films show is, like, things work out. Things worked out for the character, and, 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 and even though they, they struggled, like, things went well in the end. I, potentially, I don't know. Or, or if, if, if not that... It just shows, like, okay, well, this is this is what you need to look out for, or this is how things could go badly. So, there's like th- two two major like w- takeaways. Like, one is like, like it gives you security knowing that that things can work out not just for the character but for you too. You know, because you saw it happen, and and a narrative is kind of like an analog or a simulation of reality. So it's like, well, you kind of understand. It, it can help you out, you know, and see how things might work for you, you know, in a metaphorical type of way. Or it can say, like, oh, like, things did not go well, and if I relate with this character, well, then maybe there's something I need to change about myself, so it goes well for me. Like, that's the main point. Um, but the thing with life is, like, you don't know what's going to happen next. You don't know what's going to happen next. Who knows? You could wake up tomorrow, you could have cancer. You could wake up tomorrow, and one of your parents has cancer, or one of your parents dies in a car crash, or one of your brothers dies, or 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 who knows? Like you could get into a car crash, you could get paralyzed for life. Like there's a huge number of things that could happen poorly. You could try and land a job, and then you could get fired for something for a small mistake or something out of your control. Um, you could like like there's there's an infinite number of things that could go wrong. I I think that 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 for many people this causes a sense of anxiety or dread of like oh well, is this gonna work? And and I I would also say like on the higher levels you could say, have like anxiety of like well am I going to be the, the 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 best person that I can be? Am I going to be mediocre? Am I going to make the most of this life? And and given given this this kind of like given this issue, oh man, hold on. Uh, I'm sorry for the yelling, guys. Um, given this kind of these stakes, right? Um, it's 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 it, it can provide anxiety. It can provide stress. It can provide uncertainty of the future. 
Um, and I think films and narratives are a good tool to show you, like, hey, like, things, they're, like, the way that you continue forward, there can and will be order to it. Like, like your, your, the future of your reality can have, like, an order to it. It won't just be pure chaos. Um, but, but in order to do that, you have to maybe, like, aspire to be, like, kind of the heroes of, of fiction or of, 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 of narratives or maybe of life, too, you know? And I'm not saying, like, oh, you need to be, like, Iron Man and Superman and blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, what, 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 because cause those aren't literally me characters. Like, the, the realistic people in, 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 in narrative fiction that we, we look up to, like, like, they have, like, ideal qualities. They're like, okay, this is something cool, you know? And maybe I could take something from this and, and apply it to how I live my life. Because using these tools of, of who this character is, he ended up creating order uh, in, in reality, you know? And if things worked out or, or, or didn't or whatever, you know? So, final, final part of this thesis. Narrative fiction. Like, many people say, oh, don't... You shouldn't. You shouldn't. You shouldn't really think about it like a literally me. Like that's cringy. That's stupid. Da da da. Well, then why do people? Why do a lot of people do that? Why right after a film do you get out and say like, whoa? You kind of feel like you're the, you're the character. You're the main character of that film. It's like oh, like there's a reason for that. It's because because you literally put yourself into that that thing. And and why would our brains be kind of wired to do that if there wasn't a purpose? If it wasn't like because because imagine. Like, I don't know, if there was literally no purpose to it, then, then well, why would we have it? I, I think that there is a purpose. And the purpose is that, that we can probably use this stuff as a tool if you, like, if you don't just, like, oh, you know, maybe I shouldn't think about this. Maybe if you, like, I don't know, if you take, if you take these characters and maybe you, you buy into it a little more and you're like, okay, well, I don't know. You, you really kind of, like, feed yourself into, the, into that kind of f- mental framework. Like, maybe you can use that as a tool sparingly to kind of, like, get things done, right? For example, I'm literally the guy from Hotline Miami. When I walk into a gym, I, 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 should, uh, <clears throat> I should just start beating everyone up and then hitting them in the head with the weights. And then, and then, and then I can work out in peace because usually the gym's very crowded. And, and I'm literally the guy from Hotline Miami. And this is literally a big lesson that I can learn from it. I could just beat everyone up and kill everyone. I'm going to buy a, a rubber chicken mask. And I'm going to get a... I'm gonna get a uh, what was the hmm, what uh, what was the bat? I'm gonna get a bat. I'm gonna get a little baseball wooden baseball bat. I'm gonna go into my local gym, and then I'm gonna, for the sake of legal, oh, hold on. For legal purposes, everything that I have said in this podcast, and everything that I will say in uh, future podcasts, is all meant to be satire, a joke. Or something that isn't meant to be taken seriously or literally. I do not have any homicidal or suicidal intentions. And I'm a happy person. And I'm more or less fulfilled in my life. There's nothing that can happen or has happened that will drive me to either hurt anybody else or hurt myself or kill myself. So, um... 
in case of in the case of investigation by a federal uh, entity or similar know that everything said is not meant to be taken literally and this is a show um, and, and a media production that is uh, an act I'm gonna go buy a chainsaw and a pig mask and I'm gonna go into my local uh, 20 but forget about forget about all the, the satire there like I don't know well, actually, I mean, I mean, okay, and 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 suspend your feeling of cringe for the for the moment. Maybe it is cringy, you know. Maybe it is cringy, and you know what? It is cringy if you don't have a personality. If you don't have any personality, you don't have any like individual sense of self and whatever. Like this can be extremely cringy. Like you've seen on Red on Reddit and 4chan, all the people with like the uh, the drive jackets. Where, like I'm literally the drive person. I don't know. I think that's too far. But if you're if you're walking into a, I don't know. If you're walking into a gym, you can take the same confidence that you have from like Hotline Miami. And like, if you're like very introverted, like like me, um, you could like put yourself in the, that person's shoes, and like you can walk like probably like ten times more confidently than you usually do. Who knows? Maybe um, I don't know. Gosh, hold on. <laughs> I had a bad idea. Um, you know what this is? You know what this tool I just described is? This is the... Gosh. The purpose, the primary purpose of this tool is so that you can have confidence when walking into grocery stores and walking in public places as an introvert or someone with very bad social anxiety. Uh, this is the only thing that you can use this tool for, and that is what I—that is the main point of this conversation. That I've, and this is the the thesis that I've been dancing around for the last ten minutes. So, <laughs> oh gosh, oh no, oh, oh. May twenty sixth, twenty twenty two, at approximately. 3.04 a.m. So a new development has come to my attention. Uh, I And I just wanted to go on record saying, or voicing my both my concern and my uh, continued and, and, and vocal, uh, how would you say it, like... Uh, disapproval of this of this new trend um but i've been i've been hearing that that some people in the bodybuilding community have been uh have been finding the finding anabolic steroids that were uh the most harmful and detrimental to um i guess uh Re, repro or what would you call it uh reproduction uh and and fertility health um they've been finding these anabolic steroids and they've been uh they've been marketing them exclusively to inner city youths often uh tying in soy based protein powder as a uh, as an additional incentive um 
And I just wanted to say that, that this is a, a reprehensible um, uh, tactic. And uh, anabolic steroids any, of any type and kind should not be, should not be used at all um, due, to the, to, due to the health effects. And, uh, and, and just the, the, the strange, um, how would you say it? strange and 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 disturbing trend that that, that that has been going on in the bodybuilding community especially among our right wingers uh, needs to needs to stop needs to stop right now and I'm, and I'm not joking this is this is a uh, this is unacceptable you should not be selling anabolic steroids to inner city youths It is Friday, May 27th, 2022, at 7.25 a.m. And now a word from our sponsors. Uh, <laughs> uh, Roadie 9000 and uh, Monkey Lifters on Instagram. Take it away, Roadie 9000 and Monkey Lifters. When I met Gusnov in real life, he said, I was a Catholic. Hello, my name is Gusnov. And uh, we'll turn around, my friend. It seems you've... I'm taking your wallet. And then he grabbed my wallet and he just... He ran He ran away as as this song played in the background. Like... And uh, he also st- stole the wiring out of my car. It was It was horrible. When I when I met uh, Gusnov in real life, it was at like a party, and he was like, I walked in and I saw him in the corner. And I was I was wondering what he was doing, and he kind of was like looking down, and then I I walked over and I saw him. He, he had spread his penis open, and he was like shoving everybody's wallets inside of his penis so that he could steal them. It was uh, it was very strange. He was like hiding all the wallets inside of his penis hole. Next up, we have Rowan Reynolds on uh, on Instagram. <laughs> Whenever I met Gusnov in real life, um, he had holes all over his skin. And now back to Monkey Lifters on Instagram. When I met uh, when I met Gusnov in real life, he uh, looked exactly like the comics he makes. Except uh, the long nose was like a big penis that he like grafted onto his face. I like how Gustav's podcast is just him babbling like a fucking maniac. (laughs) I feel like the only reason people listen to it is for like studying. The other day after, the other day, well, after he played my voice message, he just went for like 10 minutes. It was fucking ridiculous. And now a message from Brit uh, <laughs> And now a message from Brit White. Gustav's na- main audience for his podcast are actually the federal agents that are observing him. <laughs> 